TwoQuestions.tv. Brief questions, deep knowledge for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. Welcome to TwoQuestions.tv. I'm Susan Barancinimo. Joining me today is TwoQuestions.tv favorite and regular Robert Thomas Bethel, the orchestrator of 77 business turnarounds over the past 50 years. He's turned around companies in many, many industries and has helped save over 10,000 jobs. I bet it's more now because I've been using the same introduction for a while. Anyway, all of this as a result of his strategic business counsel. He's also the author of this book, Strengthen Your Business, Fail-Proof Strategies from the Man Who's Rescued 77 Businesses. I think it was 79 the last time we talked. Hi, Bob. Welcome to the show. It's 79 now, isn't it? Yes. What do yes. you do about the book title? Pushing, pushing towards a hundred. Oh my gosh. You're going to have to change the cover of your book. Well, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> Shoot. They're already printed. <laughs> yeah. We can always put a new cover on it though, Susan. That's true. That's yeah. right. Well, welcome back. It's so nice to see you. Thank you so much. I always enjoy your show. I always enjoy you being a guest on my show as Thank we drink you. from our delightful mugs. Thank you. Hey, Bob, you know, every time I think about you, I think about character. And I, because I know you are a person of great character. Are, are you saying I'm a character? Well, you're uh, a character, Is yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think about the character of leadership. And so, I thought today we might chat about that. So okay. do, do you think that leaders are born or made? And how does one become such a great leader? Well, first of all, yes, I think they are definitely made. Um, I don't think that anyone is born with the traits necessary to be a good leader. Mm -hmm. um, I I attribute my education in leadership primarily to reading, Susan, because I'm, first of all, I'm, I'm a history nut, but I started at a very early age reading about great men and women, uh, their achievements, their failures, how they dealt with those things, and I think it was really invaluable. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I'm somewhat of a dinosaur age-wise, but two of the people that, that I have read everything I could put my hands on was Franklin Delano Roosevelt and Churchill. Mm -hmm. Reason being, in most probability, the, the two of them saved civilization as we know it during World War II. Mm. But, but if you look at their backgrounds, Winston Churchill was a short, fat, chubby little Englishman who stuttered as a young child. And yet he not only led England, but he helped to lead the United States and the rest of the British colonies to at, at a time, if you look at the beginning of World War II, it really looked grim. Then you take Franklin Roosevelt was a cripple by polio. Mm -hmm. 
he he was in a wheelchair. So if you look at the two of them, they are both very unlikely uh, great leaders, and and yet reading the history of those times, their character uh, withstood the greatest military threat the world's ever seen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I like that you referenced them because in this day and age, I've heard many people say this, in this day and age of social media and everything being visible, I, a lot of people have said neither of them would be leaders today. And I'm not so sure if that's true, but but how did they become such good leaders? And what can we extrapolate from that to help people become more effective leaders in business? Well, first of all, I think they would still, I, I think mm -hmm. that two of them would thrive on social media because mm -hmm. if, if you look, it was, uh, as Churchill said, uh, that because he was called the Lion of England, he said the people of England are the lion, I'm just the roar. Mm. And, and if you look at his speeches, uh, they, they definitely encouraged and gave confidence uh, to the entire free world. Uh, Roosevelt, in fact, really became famous during the war for his fire chi fireside chats. Yes. So, so if if you look, they would have thrived on social media. That is a great point. A great point. But but I think this. I think the a, a problem that I have seen with all of the businesses that I've gone into, and those that that I have chosen for whatever reason not to go into, mm -hmm. is a lack of leadership on the part of the owners because they weren't honest with themselves. Oh. And if you're not honest with yourself, you certainly can't be honest with other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, they lived a pipe dream. Um, they weren't truthful to their people about the condition of the company. They weren't truthful uh, to themselves uh, about their strengths and their weaknesses. Mm -hmm. uh, they weren't truthful about things they didn't know about business. And instead they huffed and puffed and um, and it's very difficult, but people, people see through you. People mm -hmm. see, regardless of your vocabulary and your education and how much money you have, uh, we have a good example of that today in our political world. Mm. Uh, people are going to see through that. So you, you've got to be real with yourself in order to be real with the people that you're attempting to lead. Mm -hmm. And there, there's just, I see way too much. I have no problem 
in accepting my weaknesses. Uh, I do not want yes people around me. I don't need to be pumped up. Uh, mm. I want people who are honest and sincere yes. uh, that want to do a good job and I want to give them all of the tools they need to be successful. And I don't mind being wrong. I think, I think anyone who reads my book will, will see that each and every time, and, and I've gone into 29 different industries. Uh, and when I went into the first of those industries, I didn't know anything about it. So I wasn't gonna blow smoke at people and act like I did. Instead, I did just the opposite because I am, I, I've said this to you before, I am the most brilliant person you will ever interview at knowing exactly how dumb I am, okay? And, and that is one of my greatest strengths is, is because when I go into a new industry, I get online, I get industry trade publications, mm -hmm. and I find out who is the very best in that industry. And if I were going to start a TV podcast, I would sure trace you down and give you a call. Now, you might think that I don't get those calls returned from the leaders of an industry that I am a competitor in. You'd think, I'm not going to call him. 52 years, I've had that phone call returned every single time. And every single time it's been returned, I have asked those CEOs, those leaders of, and, and I'm talking about Westinghouse Electric, chairman of the board. Uh, I rode from Richmond, Virginia to Pittsburgh on his private plane one night with him and got to spend all of that time asking him leadership questions. Invaluable, okay? Yeah. T. Boone Pickens and I are friends. T. Boone wrote the foreword for my book. Uh, being able to pick his brain while he and I both were working in Scotland, offshore in the North Sea, was invaluable. So I know that. So I called those people and I asked them, can I come see them for 15 minutes? I would, is that the key is that because here's here's something interesting and I was going to tell you about this later I told you nobody cares about this part but I'm uh, because you said I said I want to tell you something that's been happening and Good. you said well you can talk about it on the show Good. and I said nobody cares what's going on with me sure but, they do. but well you know the show's for me to interview you but <laughs> but I want to push back on something because or or probe a little bit here because I've been doing a little market research about a project I'm doing and so I've reached out to what I think are the appropriate people at a number of large corporations. And I've reached out primarily by email and I can't get anybody to respond to me. And, and it's not, I'm not selling anything. I'm just saying, Hey, I'd love to have like a 15 minute chat with you about this thing. And you're so using, I'm what, using the wrong word, Susan. Yes. You first of all, don't use email call. That, Number two, yes. don't, don't ask the chat. Tell them they need advice. I would imagine the majority of the people that you are calling are men. 
No, no women actually, but okay, keep going. Well, that could be part of your problem then because (laughs) men men are so egotistical that that if they were running for a plane and you ran up beside them and said, could you give me some advice? They would stop (laughs) running and tell you how brilliant they are. And yes, they certainly have advice to give. Now, women, not so much. They're just not as egotistical. But don't don't ask to chat. Ask for advice. Okay. All right. I love that. See, it that is an interesting thing to me that sometimes the the, the difference between something working versus something not is a subtle nuance of language. It and is. That's yes. fascinating yes. to me. Yes. Yes. And I can't tell you. And, and by and large, the vast majority of them are men. And you will see and you have seen in my book that one of the first things I do uh, in taking over a company is starting to put women in the highest position in the company. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. No, no it's, it's true. I've done it. I've done it. Uh, I, I had a very strong-willed, intelligent grandmother and mother. Uh, and women are more detailed. Mm-hmm. Uh, women do not have men's ego. Uh, they don't get caught up in the old boys club mm. of cover your butt. They, mm-hmm. they are honest. They call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's like I, I heard a comedian not long ago talking about how horrible women were with their truthfulness <laughs> he was in a sunglasses shop and a guy put on a pair of sunglasses and turned to his wife and said how do they look she said they look great now you need to get your teeth fixed <laughs> so there you are well we are honest with our husbands there's no doubt about that <laughs> yeah so, so try using asking for advice. I will work, do that. I will work. do that. And I will let you know how it goes. Good. Actually. I want to know. Or maybe I won't because I'll be too, and I'm just kidding. I'll be too busy talking to all these people. No, exactly. I'm kidding. I'm never too busy for you. Exactly. Well, Bob, it is always a joy to have you on the show. Where can people find you? They can find me on robertthomasbethel.com. Uh, or they don't have to do that. They can get on Amazon and buy the book. Yes. And we'll have both those links in the show notes for today. That's down Great. there. Excellent. Great. All Great. right. Well, and, thank you. And let me say this, everything you and I've talked about on your shows, uh, is covered in detail in the book. It really uh, is. It, it is based on 52 years of experience taking companies that were in terrible shape and making them profitable. Uh, I'll say again, I take 5% of the credit. 95% goes to the team that was there when I came there. Yeah. And I think that it, it would be a benefit, uh, not only for people getting ready to go into business, uh, but those that already are, the the reason for the book is I think that it's really stupid 
that 50% of all businesses fail unnecessarily. Right? right? It's horrible. Horrible. I agree. I agree. And you know, this book stays on my desk all the time. All the time. I keep it on my, it's a reference. And it's on my list of top 10 business books, period. Well, aren't you sweet? Thank you so much. No, it is. It is because there's so much wisdom. I always enjoy your show. Uh, It's insightful. And I, I think your topics are extremely important. Thank you. Well, I enjoy having you on the show. I'm, I'm assuming you'll come back. Every time you ask me. And if Yay! you don't ask me, I'll ask you. All right. That's a good deal. I like it. All right. All Very right. good. Viewers, like I said, we'll have those links in the show notes for today. Here is the book. Make sure you get your copy. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. This has been twoquestions.tv. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, learn more about the show, the guests, and our host, Susan Barancini Mo, visit us at www.twoquestions.tv.